When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Wolfie, shut up and get away from the window, I told you. They're coming for us. <laughs> Wolfie, I'm so sad. I cannot get into this holiday feel. I do not feel like sucking on the blood. <laughs> I am so sad. I have no blood to suck but Bloody Mary's. I need to talk to somebody, for I am becoming the alcoholic. <laughs> somebody help me. El Papa! <laughs> Hello. How are you today, my son? El Papa? I wanted to tell you that this is El Papa. I am here. Bless you, my son. El what is your name? My name is Dracula, del Papa. Ah, Dracula. Dracula, come on, come on. Hey, Giorgio, where is the pizza for Dracula? The pizza, the, not the margarita one. Ah, ah, vaffan. El Papa, I would like the white sauce on my pizza, yeah. You have to come into the confessional next Sunday. I want another Bloody Mary. I want a Bloody Mary. No, my son, no more Bloody Marys for you. You have to switch and change your mind. Now that we are in the blessed holiday weekend, oh, you can hear the angels singing. No more Bloody Marys. From now on, my son, you are going to do me a big favor. Yes, Tonight, what is you it? Are going I, Dracula, will no longer dwell in the bowels of Bloody Mary. I will no longer in the bowels of the Bloody Mary. From now on, Dracula only drinks the water and, from time to time, the red wine with El Papa. No more drinking of Bloody Mary. <laughs> but I drink a Mary, no! <laughs> As I told you, Wolfie, we are all going back to the 80s. <laughs> and I will suck the blood from this carnal and Chang. <laughs> Wolfie!
Vince and you're on a cruise. You're listening to Back to the 80s. I think the Pope's music was still on there in the background. Hey, everybody, this is... It was still going on. (laughs) Hey, everybody, this is Back to the 80s. There's nothing like the great divine presence of the Pope. No, there isn't. You mean El Papa, right? Anyway, this is... El Papa. This is Back to the 80s. Welcome to this madness (laughs) of Halloween. Welcome, everybody, to Back to the 80s. Toscano and Chang with you on this grand halloween launch that we have prepared for you we've been doing this show since may of this year or at least since lockdown and it's grown so much thanks to you our listeners we haven't had an idea of what kind of reception we were going to have but now we're just overwhelmed with it with the response you know we we started our facebook page at the end of april as well and it's grown to almost six thousand fans we should hit the six thousand mark probably by monday or tuesday so, and it's growing by the hour, literally. So I want to thank you nice. all for that. Today, we have a great show with some very interesting guests that we've made phone calls to. So from time to time throughout the show, they're going to be dropping in. They're going to be discussing some of the cool stuff that happened to them. Scary in the 80s for Halloween. So I hope you're going to be able to enjoy. But on this journey of craziness, I have had the pleasure of having my right-hand guy, the man that has been in more arguments related to 80s hairbands than anybody else I know, the man who... That's right, that's right. The man who almost left Guns N' Roses without Axel. That's right, thank you. The man that looks like a hardcore biker... That's right, that's right. ...has an Asian nickname, but is as Mexican as they come. The ever most wondrous Chang. Chang, how the heck are you, buddy? Thanks thanks for being here on this Halloween. Toscano, how is your world spinning as of this moment on this fresh Halloween? So far, so good, my friend. So far, so good. Like I said, I can't even believe how much our show has grown in this uh, little amount of time. Halloween, it's either tricks or treats. And here at Back to the 80s. And you like both. Toscano <laughs> and Chang promise to deliver both tricks and treats. I want to give a special shout-out to everybody listening. I want to particularly give a shout-out to a couple people that have made a difference in Back to the 80s just recently, just as recent as this week, by providing us some, some of the uh, equipment that we use to make this show. And one of those is Jeff Weinstein, who works at Sweetwater. And I also want to give a big shout-out to Tam Christian of Microcenter, who uh, was just fantastic today. This young fellow, I'm assuming he's around, oh, maybe early 20s, and he said he is 80s crazy. He loves the 80s. The man drives an 87 Mercedes 560, I believe, SL. So it's a convertible, but it's an 87 that was left to him by his father. And the best thing about it, he loves the 80s music. Tam, thanks for the help. And this shout-out's going to you from Chang and myself. So we really appreciate you. You know what, Tam? Tam, before Mario cuts out on you, <laughs> it would be great if you drove me and Toscano around in 
your Mercedes-Benz. And we actually made it the Toscano and Chang vehicle <laughs> of mayhem. <laughs> and you can be our official driver. You can drive us in parades. Wow. You can drive us insane. You can drive us down any popular boulevard, whether it be in Los Angeles, California, Northern California, or Las Vegas or Laughlin. Tam, what do you say? Give us a jingle if you're up for it. Toscano, push it. I'm going push push it it, to push it as much as possible. This is Back to the 80s. Don't go away because when we come back, our show, the Halloween extravaganza, is kicking off. Hey, if you listen to rock and roll radio in the 80s, then listen to this. Toscano and Chang, they will transport you back in time, back to the 80s. Ladies and gentlemen, here it is, the most listened to radio show on the planet. Even the other stations are tuned in, too. This is Back to the 80s. All right, everybody, you are back on the hang with Toscano and Chang, and this is the podcast of No Fraud, Back to the 80s. A happy Halloween, and to everybody out there, get your trick or your treat, because Toscano and I are here to make you feel as good as your favorite candy in your favorite pillowcase. And remember, hit us on our Patreon page because helping us will help you because together we can make tomorrow a lot happier. Now, Toscano, take it away because seeing this be our Halloween extravaganza, let me ask you this, Toscano. What has been the scariest scenario closest to being into a haunted house, whether it be huge or just a presence felt in any type of a dwelling? Have you ever had that experience? Yes, I have. Uh, This was many, many years ago. My parents had uh, left out of state and I was, I must have been 17 or 18 years old. And I was sleeping. Were you under the influence of drugs? I was not under the influence of anything except for just sleeping late, playing video games, and uh, eating too much pizza the night before. But I had Mm. fallen asleep in the living room. (laughs) Fell asleep in the living room. And very close, Mm. maybe to like six o'clock in the morning, you know, I started waking up, but I I didn't open my eyes. But I was starting to wake up because I can now, I was aware of my surroundings. I was aware of the birds starting to Mm. chirp outside. And then I feel, I you know, you can feel when somebody's looking at you, or at least sometimes you can feel it. And I, this feeling of somebody's looking at me started coming over me. And then all of a sudden, I was about to open my eyes. It's like being married. Uh, Kind of. (laughs) And I was about to open my eyes when I felt literally, and I heard... Though you you know when somebody passes you by and they're wearing uh, either a thick jacket, but you can you can hear the sound of that jacket. Yes, with it. Yes, but that's yes. what I heard as it passed by me. I'm laying face did down. Did you feel on that the, brisk of wind? I sure did, all over my back, and it just passed by me. And I can and I and I heard the sound of the clothing. Man, I got to tell you that freaked me out. Freaked me out. Mm-hmm. So that's now, probably you, my most uh, terrorizing story because, you know, luckily I didn't see anything. So that was good. 
I remember one time uh, I was at work and I was uh, uh, working at the city of Montebello as the building maintenance man, which you know of my past. And uh, <laughs> particularly one e one day, I was working at a place called the Sanchez Adobe Mansion. Now this, of course, is a a home that was built during the uh, great era when we were getting a lot of our uh, uh, missionaries built. And this was mm. a dwelling that was owned by a Spaniard who enslaved Indians at the present time back then. And uh, wow. on site, him, his wife, and his son were buried with their headstone. Now, uh, I was working for the city, and I was always told by curators at this one facility that there was certain happenings there. And me being the Chang, of course, brother, you know me. I walk the walk, I talk the talk. The only thing I fear is tomorrow not coming, correct? So I decided to uh, take off to McDonald's. Yes, I'll mention McDonald's, you know, where Ronald lives. Great hamburgers, great soft drinks, great shakes. McDonald's, it's the loving wow, place. Wow, and, there, uh, there's the, we're not even sponsored by McDonald's, but we'd like to. But we would like to be, and that is very <laughs> nice on both our parts to allow me to give them yes, the up and yes. up. Now, I went to McDonald's. I didn't go to Burger King. I didn't go to Jack in the Box, and I didn't go to Wendy's. See how I threw those things in? Unless yeah, they want yeah. to join the Toscano and Jag back to the 80s revolution, they'll get no say. Anyway, I had left the establishment, locked it up, came back. Now, I recall before I left, I was painting there, and I left my painting setup in the back room. In the back room where I was working, there was so much memorabilia of the past that I got that same initial feeling that you got, the cold wind brushing by me, something passing to the side of my vision, I could see right. it, but yet I was not aware when I looked straight on. So I left. I came back. I, rem I remember leaving my paint uh, set up in one room. When I came back from McDonald's, that's right, McDonald's, we've served over one billion people. I came back, and my painting gear was in the opposite area in this Adobe mansion. Really? So I got, a, I got a bit freaked out. Now I went to retrieve it and put it back in the uh, room that I initially was at, okay? Yeah. Just then, I went back to the curator desk to sit down and have my Big Mac, my fries, and my extra large Coke. Right. From McDonald's, I noticed that doors were closing, but there was no door open, nor did I have fans on to close these doors. Now, I opened up one door finally to find my painting material that I had put in an opposing room in a closet. The door was closed. Really? When I tried to open the door and I got my painting set up to take it out, initially I grabbed it, turned around, then I would close the door correctly. The door closed in front of me. Yeah. Chang being the Chang. I'm no fool. I'm so no literally wimp. the door closed, it closed as you're right looking in front at of me. I bailed out, outside, got 
uh, on the telephone with Parks and Recreation, I got a hold of the curator. And the curator, uh, yeah. the late uh, John Morales, was a good friend of mine, told me, do not go back in there until you talk to me. I never went back in there to work on that building till John Morales showed up with uh, several Yaqui Indians, which are of my family tribe, and they went through the ritual to make sure that that place was safe. That was probably one of the scariest incidents I think that I've ever, ever witnessed with my own eyes. And I used to think a lot that people were either under the influence of drugs or they were in my lingo, wussies. But that day, my brother, I was scared straight. And I really firmly believe there is another life after we live this life. Right, right. There, There is definitely another realm. And that's crazy. That's crazy that you went mm-hmm. through that because a lot of people go through similar things and even worse. Yes. I'm just thankful that I've never gone through anything worse than, you know, much worse than that. I can tell you, though, I can tell you that there is a story that's called The Crying Lady oh. in the in the Dakota, and that's in New York. Now, the Dakota is an apartment building in New York right. City, and a lot of very famous, a lot of Matter influential, of, yes. a lot of rich John Lennon people was killed there. have, yep, that, that lived there. Mm-hmm. It opened in 1884, all right? So it's an old building, very, very old building. And as you mentioned, John Lennon and Yoko Ono moved into the building in 1973. However, John was also assassinated outside the structure on December 8th, 1980. But before his death, John, he claimed he saw a crying lady's ghost. Did you? Yeah. Did you know no. this? Now, did you? Yeah. Was he this said, uh, before she heard uh, Yoko Ono sing, or right after she heard Yoko Ono <laughs> sing? Hey, who said that? That is scary. Is that Yoko? <laughs> <laughs> so here's what happened. He said that he saw, he saw this crying lady ghost roaming the halls, and then after that, John died. Yoko, who still lives in the building, said that she witnessed John's ghost sitting at his piano. Yoko says that John told her, don't be afraid. I am still with you. And tonight, as a premiere for our grand Halloween launch, you know, we're, I mean, we've got an incredible surprise because, oh, shoot, now we... We're getting a phone call. Hang on a second. This is back to the 80s. Toscano and Chang with you. Who is this? I think you know who I am. You've been talking about me. And you're talking about something that's very dear to my heart. Not only my wife singing, which was truly bad, but you're talking about the Dakota, where I spent some of my greatest last years on this earth before I got to enthrall in the 80s because, you know, I was murdered by that heinous jackass back in 1980. It's, it's everybody's favorite beetle. If I'm not your favorite beetle, then you need to go be a part of the Rolling Stones. <laughs> Wait a second. Is this the John Lennon? That's right. It's me, John. How is everybody down there? Wow. Well, I mean, we're, we're doing, we're doing, well, we've been better, John. 
I just can't believe that it's actually you calling in to Back to the 80s. What a premiere. What an exclusive. What an honor. I mean, there's so much we want to ask you. And I'm sure Chang wants to ask you a bunch of stuff. But let me be the first one. Let me be the first one. John, you know, this is where we are celebrating our grand launch here for Halloween. I can imagine all the people listening to Sascano and Sang. I bet you could. You know, is there anything that that happened during the 80s that uh, just scared you? Besides, of course, you know, you you died very early in the 80s. That's right. Don't forget about that. But is there anything from the 80s that scared you? Uh, The presidency of Ronald Reagan scared the crap out of him because of the Jesus order. Because everybody was thinking that he, oh, he's Mr. Hollywood and he's up and up. But everybody knows he was allowing cocaine. Uh, distributed into to the American states as he and Noriega were shipping out money and guns to the private armies going against the number one rule of unity and peace overall. Wow. Well, now, John, that's uh, <laughs> that's quite a bit of information you got there. And I must say, you know, everybody has their own point of views uh, politically of what happened back in the 80s, but I gotta say that that was a scary time for us. And uh, but is there anything supernatural that happened in the eighties to maybe Yoko that you know she said that you told her don't be afraid and as you were by your piano sitting. I mean, did this really happen? It is, as a matter of fact, you know when uh, when Yoko came into my life, I was I was going through several things, you know, drugs and Paul McCartney was being a big jerk, and you know, for the record and everything. That's right, you did have a falling away there. I didn't think that his songs are better than I'm John Slick and Lennon. And and anyway, you know, the first horrifying thing was uh, I remember telling my wife after my passing, is like, don't sing into the microphone, you sound horrendous. But uh, I remember many evenings I would sit at the piano back uh, as I did when I was alive, and uh, I would play the keys to uh, uh, just give me the truth. All I want is the truth. Right, right. No BS. I would also sing to her Imagine. Uh, I would also sing to her Julia, which was a song about my mother. Yeah. This is when I was a ghost, but I did it when I was alive also, because somebody had to sing to Sean to put him to sleep, because Yoko's singing was waking him up and scaring him through the evening. So I always made it a fact that uh, I would sing to my sons with my calm needle voice. Also, I was in Paul McCartney singing, Hey Jude. I mean, who does that? Who sings a song about somebody else's son? That bastard, that lively bastard. Let me ask you, uh, Chang, do you have anything you want to ask uh, the great John Lennon as, uh, you know, before we let him go? Because I know he's he must be pretty busy. John, this is Chang. Yeah, I see that you're growing your face and it's getting gray. You look like a, a Santa Claus on crack. <laughs> John, and, <laughs> it's a good one, John. Now, John, I wanted to ask you <laughs> if there is anything in the world that you would want me in Toscano to carry on of your legacy, your wisdom, your message, anything that we could do to bring unity into the world that is suffering from uh, 
unequality, injustice, uh, self-entitlement, uh, struggle, anger, division. Is there anything that you could even give to us to tell the people so we could regain what you once bestowed upon us? Uh, Karen, that's a pretty heavy-duty question. And as I sit here looking down at you in Toscano, I can see that you've got a bald spot on the back of your head. And Toscano's <laughs> wearing the same hat that he did the last time he was in the <laughs> That's right. <laughs> that's another story. I would merely tell you fellas to remember to do one thing. And it's going to be on the serious note. So everybody, get your pens and your pencils and your papers out and remember this. Unity can only be transcended into prosperity. And mm. as long as we are equal and look at each other as everybody is one race, the human race, day-to-day -day activity would be a lot better. If you can remember about your neighbor, like he's your mom, your dad, your brother, or maybe your mate, maybe then tomorrow we'll create a better fate. That would wow. be the only thing that could tell you in Toscano. Anyway, I've got well, to get back up to my cloud because Elvis is meeting me there. You yeah, very nice. Eddie Van Halen just showed up, and you know what? God bless Eddie Van Halen. Now, Toscano and Chang, yeah. I've got to tell you, one of my favorite costumes when I was alive, I used to like to dress up like Billy Shields. <laughs> <laughs> On that note, this is the ever-wondrous John Lennon with us. Thanks for being with us, John. This is Back to the 80s. We'll be, we'll be right back. Remember, I know when you're coming up here, so I'll see you then. Hey, some of you remember the 80s vibe, right? Well, it lives loud and proud on Back to the 80s with my pals Toscano and Chang. If you can't wear a spandex jumpsuit, what can you do? This is Back to the 80s. And that's right. Thank you for joining us here on our Halloween launch here at Back to the 80s. This is Toscano and Chang joining you on another show. And uh, you know what? We've had the pleasure of talking to John Lennon a little while ago. So if you're just joining us, we've already had our very, very first celebrity call us in the show. So you don't want to miss anything else that happens. We're going to be having, uh, as a matter of fact, a little bit further down in the show, we have the doctors that are going to be joining us. So if you I have love any love-hate letters that you'd like to... Oh, it's fantastic, man. Fantastic. Every time they come in, there's never a dull moment. You know what, my brother? When the doctors come in, it makes me feel better about being married. Oh, yeah. When the doctors come in, I just forget about all my problems because these guys have it. So down. do I. Have you noticed that? When they come in, we... But we these guys are fantastic. Yeah, we, we enjoy it because we get to go out for a little while. Yes. But the one thing I don't like when we go out there, I always make us a certain tea. And and you know, bro, I usually pour it down the sink because I'm not a tea drinker. <laughs> well, I, I out of respect, I usually drink the tea that uh, they do give us. And like I said, it's simply out of respect. But they mix this weird black tea with uh, ginger yes. chamomile, which uh, ugh, I don't know about that yes. mix, you know. It, to me, it looked like something that would take the rough skin off of your feet. So I never, I never indulge in it. I, I pretend, and I think I'm a pretty good actor now because I always say, 
Oh my God! I feel ten years younger since I had that cup of the, tea. The rough Do skin, I not the, lie like the that? The rough skin out of your feet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So if you just tuned in, we want to thank you for joining us here. At Back to the eighties. We want to remind everybody that we have our Facebook page that has been growing, and uh, so if you have anything that you want to drop us, you know, in if you want to drop a line to us, if you want to, uh, you know donate a car a house a boat whatever you want to do mm. hey we're always accepting you know we'll always have yeah we'll always have an empty pocket for you to fill but uh, right. so we're, tonight right. we're talking about some and don't worry about us hating no no we got plenty of haters here in the show uh so if i hate you i hate you and i hate you shut up and sit down enjoy your seat because i hate you if you are you know, why does that guy I come into the know. show why do you allow I, Captain I don't. Hate to come I into don't. The Captain show. Hate just walks in the door. But anyway, if you're a scary movie lover, you might actually know about the mm-hmm. Bell Witch. Chang, have you heard of the Bell Witch? No, I have not heard of. The, I've heard of the Blair Witch, well, which I found myself. Well, check this out. Ridiculously angry yeah, with that. Okay, movie. well, we'll talk about that a little bit. The films in okay. Ameri- an American haunting. Okay, and the Blair Witch Project are both based mm. on the story of the Bell Witch. Now, way back... That's what I hate. Yeah, way back in the 1800s, a man named John Bell moved moved his family to an area in Tennessee called Red River. And it's all right now it's called Adams, Tennessee. Really? Yeah. After they settled okay. into their new home, uh, some strange things started going on. You know, uh, they began hearing some... Weird noises, including dogs barking, which is not bizarre, especially in the 1800s. That's not bizarre. I no, live in an area I, I where I hear dogs but listen, barking. Yeah, but barking inside the house, chains rattling, rats chewing, yeah. and women. What? Rats what? Chewing. Rats <laughs> what? chewing. And a woman whispering what? down the hallway of their of the house. And That'd be gone. Yeah, I would not stay there another day. Soon, soon. The woman known as the Bell Witch, uh, and many people believe she's a ghost from a former neighbor of the Bells, which was Kate Batts. Batts and the Bells had a dispute. So these are neighbors, right? They had a dispute over land, just like, I mean, it happens a lot. And she had sworn vengeance on the Bell family before she died. Later on, Whoa. they found out that Miss Mrs. Bell died from poisoning. And it's rumored to be the work of the Bell Witch. So, really, we now we go to fast forward. You remember the Blair Witch Project when that movie came out? It's interesting because right. when that movie came out, so listen to this: when the movie came out, when the Blair Witch Project came out. They gave it a spin. They advertised it as if it was the authentic, real footage mm-hmm. of a case, you know, in the woods. So I, I, I took my wife to see this. This was before we had kids, and uh, and we went to the to the theater. Right, I and remember. By that. the way, my wife didn't even finish watching the movie. It gave her, you know, she suffers from um, uh, what is it called, uh, vertigo. So the movement of the camera. You know, uh, it really got to her, made her sick. And I watched the mm. movie, and it was scary as heck because yeah. in our mind, every, you know, we were prepared way before this. 
thinking that this was actual video footage of everything that went on. There's no music in the film, you know, it's just dialogue, so it's all the more real. So we got out of there, and it was scary. I mean, I couldn't even sleep with the light turned off for the first couple nights. Believe it or not, yeah, because they really, really had done a number on our on our minds. Then wow. I came to find find yeah. out that it was just a group of young people that made the movie for thirty thousand dollars. They made it for thirty with thirty thousand dollars, and they made one hundred million dollars out of that film. And they fooled everybody. Now you know it's funny. You went to go see this movie uh, before you had children, correct? Right. Yeah. My wife and I took our children to see this movie. Ah, and great all parents. of us came for one. Uh, you know, my wife and my children, they loved it. And I sat there at the Regency going, man, I hate it. I hate it. Now, did now, were you under the movie. impression that this was real footage or did you know it was a movie? No, I knew that it was a movie. And I ah, think I couldn't okay. get past that these creeps made this movie at such a low budget. And there was really nothing but your own imagination to carry you into a hysteria or fear or whatever emotion you got out of it. Yeah. So it really made it to me kind of cheapening and kind of a ripoff. I know. Because it was crazy, yeah. there was no actual substance of anything to scare me but my own imagination. And... uh I couldn't take off on my own imagination because I was too psychotic enough to think that, nah, this is fake. This is fake. <laughs> There's just no way. There's just no way. So, Unless I see something jumping at me or I have the encounter that I explained to you earlier, right, right. it's just not going to do it for me. Yeah, you but I can understand it. how individuals may get taken into their own hysteria by their own imagination. Because sometimes our own imagination is our worse demon than the demon itself. Because oh, yeah. we give in to that fear of the unknown. Oh no, it's crazy. Our own imagination can produce such horrors that... Uh, Correct. I mean, it can literally drive a person insane. They can literally lose their exactly. mind. And take them yes. to the point of even committing suicide in many occasions. So yes. the mind yes. is very, very powerful. So listen up. We had well, a... You know, what, yeah. It's funny that you mentioned that, what the mind can make you do. Now, I don't know if you recall back in the 80s, there was a, a couple of uh, incidences where 80s heavy metal groups were blamed for uh, suicides in, in youth. Or they were blamed for the backward masking of uh, music to find a hidden message. Correct. Which I think, uh, I like to bring up really quick because it is Halloween. And if you lived through that era, you went through that experience, or you were a, a, a listener of heavy metal or hard rock, and sometimes your parents get lost in their own aware, unawaring mass hysteria they would have a tendency to believe that the music would work on your subconscious. Right. But Very you know what? To the way movies do. Yeah, but you know what? One of the biggest problems back then was the fact that we didn't right. have, you know, all the, the the media outlets that we do today. You know, right. the internet right. itself has helped us now 
get informed. I mean, you know, we don't believe everything that's on the internet, but there are some good no. sources that we can get some good information, and uh, right. so so we can come out of doubts a lot easier back then in the eighties. Right. I mean, you heard something right. that came out in the news, and that was like uh, gospel. I mean, that was ironclad. Whatever you heard on yeah. the news was pretty much it. You only had t- news on TV, or you had news on the radio, and news right. in the newspaper. But kids usually right. didn't read the newspaper. We usually either no. uh, heard it from our parents, or mm-hmm. we heard it once in a while on the radio. We weren't really interested in news on television. But yeah, it right. was it was a yeah. It, yeah. it was a crazy time. I got to admit. You know what's funny? As we discuss this, you can uh, kind of uh, reflect on what we go through now where it's not uh, best to believe what we hear and see in the media, uh, social media, as a, uh, as a equivalent to terrestrial media, where we have individuals that are sworn to CNN, individuals yeah. sworn to Fox Network. To where I think uh, a little bit uh, on both sides, uh, they kind of uh, captivate to causing us fear and believe what they want. It's very similar to of uh, what we used to see in the 80s, and especially in uh, some of the movies that came out that would kind of scare us. Just as some of the music that I pointed out prior are to be. It's 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 kind of funny. Because more now, more so, we are in a more serious uh, type mode, but yet we have such intriguing facts that would scare us to our mortality, as befitting as our show in Halloween, where things are to scare you, whether it be your uh, subconscious mind, your psyche mind, or something yeah. that you experienced that you have no. Uh, rational explanation for. Yeah, no, I agree. So listen up, we're going to take a little break, but this break is a very special break. We have uh, mm. the channel on YouTube, Beta Hawk. That's B-E, mm. well, it's actually underscore B-E-T-A, like beta, like beta max, beta hawk, mm-hmm. like the bird, underscore. So it's underscore beta hawk underscore. And uh, beta hawk from YouTube has sent us over one of their synthesizer creations uh, from the 80s. So they do music that's today, but they put a little 80s feel to it. So we're going to be listening to that. And when we come back, we've got Changries, we've got another couple of guests, and we have the doctors. So don't go away. This is Back to the 80s. Yes.
ever wish you could go back to the 80s with the crazy clothes and those wacky hairdos? Well, let Toscano and Chang transport you back in time, back to the 80s. This is Back to the 80s, and this is the moment in the show when we talk about what made us angry back in the 80s. And in honor of the most wondrous Chang, we now call them Changries. So Chang, what made you Changry back in the 80s? You know what made me Changry back in the 80s during Halloween? What's People that? that passed out buck-ass popcorn as treats. <laughs> you know what got me Changry back in the 80s? What's that, my brother? The plastic costumes and the plastic masks with a string in the back that after you finished trick-or-treating, you lost about eight pounds. Yes. You know what got me Changry back in the 80s during Halloween in Hollywood? What's that? Guys that look like chicks from behind. <laughs> we put a post about that today, as a matter of fact. You know what got me Changry back in the 80s? What's that, my brother? Knowing that Hollywood Boulevard was going to be looking like Halloween all year round up to the year yeah. 2020, my friend. It looks like Halloween all year round there. You know what got me Changry back in the 80s during Halloween? What's that? Kids had asked me for more candy than I gave them, those rotten little bastards. Get away from my door. You got two packs of milk duds. Beat it. You know what got me Changry back in the 80s? What's that? When, when you'd go to a door and say, trick or treat, and the people behind the door would say, smell my feet, ah ha ha, and they would give you no candy. You know what got me Changry back in the 80s during Halloween? What's that? Going to a keg party and they had no pump. <laughs> That'll give you Changries. Yeah, definitely. And that, ladies and gentlemen, are this Halloween's Changries. If you have a Changri, there's something that you want to talk about that made you angry during the 80s and you want to let us know so we can read it here on the air, you can go ahead and send it to us. Direct message us on our Facebook page and we will go ahead and read them here on the following Friday show. So there's a lot of stuff, man, that made us uh, Changri in the 80s. And, you know, one of those things that that uh, you mentioned earlier today that can actually be scarier than anything it's in a movie. I mean, it can scare you more than anything. And that is, you know, the times that we're living in today. And without bumming everybody out, without bumming everybody out, I mean, you know, this Halloween is particularly scary. And... It's because of the, I mean, it's everything that you breathe in the atmosphere. And I'm not talking about because of the fires burning here in Southern California. I'm saying there's something about it. Yep, there's something about it. Something about it. Something that's going on. You can feel that something's about to happen. And you don't know what it is. And it's, and you know what? It comes with a scary feel to it. Don't, I mean, don't you, am I the only one who feels like this? No, you know what? I refer to what's going on uh, to uh, that Leonard uh, Skinner song where it starts off, Ooh, that smell! Can't you smell that smell? 
the smell that's all around you. It's just like a bad vibe, kind of. Uh, yeah, yeah. It is the, a bad vibe. The smell of uncertainty, the smell of uh, desperation, the smell of doom. Uh, I get the kind of, every now and then, the smell of change, but that change, I ask the great spirit, is it of greatness or is it uh, a change to put us uh, in alignment with uh, the book of rules, if you know what I'm saying, my brother. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I totally agree with you. And so, uh, and I'm know, with you. I don't want. Out of, never do we want to be a downer on this show, but uh, no. But it's something. Yeah, it's something that we I have mean, to. It's ever so present. It's well, ever true. so present. Before we continue, I do want to let you guys mm-hmm. know that we do have a Patreon page that we started, and we'd really appreciate you guys helping us out, keeping back right. to the '80s on the air. And by doing so, you get you're going to get lots of perks as well. And remember, the most important part is that we're keeping that awesome decade alive as we introduce the 80s to a whole new generation. Hey, my pals, Toscano and Chang went to school in the 80s, and that was cool. But now they're going back. That's right. And you can tag along with Back to the 80s Radio. Good evening, everybody. I am... <laughs> this is Dr. Love Weapon. I knew you'd come back. I know I came back. Just a few times. And I'm here... Uh, accompanied by the ever-so-sweet... Ever-so-gentle... Dr. Keith Sweet. Ooh, that's... Sweet. How are you, Doctor? Thank you for, for taking the time to be with me today on this lovely episode at Back to the 80s. Uh, Dr. Love Weapon, I am doing, as Chang would say, fantastic. Uh, today was such a rough day. We had so many cases uh, in and out of our office and in and out. And the traffic on the 405, and the 710, and the 5, and the 210. I am exhausted, but yet I am so happy to be with you and share our wisdom with the lovers and the haters of our society. I agree. And why don't we go ahead and kick off the evening? Let's do Why don't that. we kick off the show? And uh, I have a a love is this letter a hate? actually that I is, well, this oh, is I love a, the a love. love I love the love. It's doctor. very that's yeah, very short, but to the point. And it's yes. from Greg to Natalie. And Greg Hi. says, "Hi, Greg, Natalie. Hey, baby. Since I saw you there standing on the corner of." Telegraph and uh, Los Nietos Road in Santa Fe Springs. Right there by the pharmacy and Super A Foods in the 80s. Oh, I just got to tell you that you drove me nuts. Literally. And I just want to say since that first moment that I saw you. Oh, 
those chicken nuggets I just bought on the corner there of Telegraph Road at KFC uh, were never tasting better. I love you and I thank you for being there for me. The love of your life. Greg, P.S. One of these days I'd like to meet you in person. Oh. Wow, that's a... Uh, what I mean, I don't know what to say. Uh, it, it is a love letter, but uh, you'd figure he he had met her already. It, it, it's kind of a creepy letter, but it's a beautiful letter because he shares his love, yet kind of stalkerish, where he never met her. I yeah, think he, that I guess he was following her. Well, Doctor, I'm going to have to start us off on a sad note, and your your letter was just sheer beauty and joy, but creepy. <laughs> But I, I had a smile, and I felt, and I felt a, a a tightening in my taint at the same time. But it was loving, and it reads this: I, Cleopatra, being of sound mind, what is she have dying? come to the realization that Dean, you are insignificant as a lover. Oh. You have as much manlyhood. As a gilded kitten, hmm. I have found many other lovers that could love me longer than you, Dean. Dean, you smell of a salami drenched in turpentine. You reek of self-indulgence. You tend to look at the peanuts cartoons for satisfaction and I being Cleopatra have found the superior male being my own aphrodisiac and his name is Willie yes I'm leaving you for Willie Nelson oh that's that's powerful <laughs> and that's the way the letter ended there was no apology no I I don't know what to say there, Doctor. I just, I've been floored just by the name Cleopatra. It's been such a long time, you know. I have one letter here, one last letter, and it's a hate letter. And this letter, this letter comes from Giorgio to Zenny. I don't know, but uh, the name Zenny frightens me. So Giorgio to Zenny, and Giorgio says... Hi, Zenny. Probably. He says, Hi, Zenny. I want to make this short and to the point. We've been going out for several months. And I have not enjoyed one second or a day of it. You are boring. You are lazy. And you remind me of my mother. So therefore, Zenny, more than being lazy, more than being mean at times, it's the fact that you remind me of my mother that I can no longer be with you. Frankly, that scares me very much. And so before I close this letter, I just want to tell you, 
that these several months of knowing and going out with you, you've made me relive my childhood. Those days when I used to live in a cardboard box. Those days when my mom used to beat me with a belt until I was purple as a prune. Oh, yes. So, I remember that. So, Zenny. I was beaten like that. I want to thank you for the time we've spent together and thank you for teaching me the valuable lessons of life. And as the great poet Prince said, I don't know, maybe I'm just like my mother. Too bold. Maybe I'm just like my father. Ah, oh, whatever the case, Zenny. I need you to get a life and a life without me. See you. Mm. And I wouldn't want to be you. Wow, Giorgio. That is brutal. Uh, I'm glad that was nice and short, Giorgio, and to the point. Yes, I agree. Yeah, so I can... I was just wondering if it was Giorgio Armani, but I thought that was brutal. Well, there is a letter A here for an initial, so it might be. That's correct. And until the next time, Dr. Love Weapon and Dr. Keith Sweet bid you adieu. 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 This is a trick. Listen to the decade of decadence right here. Back, back to the 80s. Well, that's right. This is Back to the 80s. Toscano and Cheng here. Just thanking you guys for joining us tonight on this Halloween. Where, I mean, it's it's just filled with so much magic, yet at the same time so much intrigue. What we would like for you to do is go out there, have fun. Be careful with not covering yourself. Be careful with not social distancing. Remember, it does help and it does make a difference. Just know that there won't be too many Halloweens like this one. Next Halloween will be a much better one. Thank you for bringing the 80s to a whole new generation that has no idea of what we went through back then. And we have a Toscano, have a smile and a Coke. And enjoy the rest of the week. Happy Halloween, everybody. Chang here, everybody. Before I release you into another Chang-erific weekend, remember, keep your distance, stay healthy, stay lifted and gifted. Go out there and do something great or something bigger than you. Hug your neighbor, call a loved one. Just go out there and tell somebody you care. Remember, we are one race, the human race. When you're out there trick-or-treating, do not drink and drive if you may go out and, and hit a party or something. And we will see you next Friday, next Saturday, and next Sunday right here at Back to the 80s. So I bid you an arrivederci, an adios, an hasta la vista, and to all my homies and homets in the barrio, orale. Orale.